up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, them trap doors supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amon Hawkins, and I thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Ball Hawk Show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on any platform that you listen to this podcast, whether it's anchor.fm, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Play, Blog Talk Radio, Podbean, Spreaker, any platform that you listen to the Ball Hawk Show podcast, definitely hit that subscribe button. Make sure you go to amonhawkins.com for all content, all my podcasts, any YouTube video that I release, uh, the walkthrough videos with um, unseen footage, make sure you go to ahmadhawkins.com. Before we get started, salute to the sponsors because the sponsors make this happen. They help finance the podcast episodes and the show. So first of all, salute to Able Insurance. Ableinsurance.net is where you can locate Able Insurance if you need home, auto, business, rental insurance, life insurance, holler at the good people at Aber Insurance, 434-979-0814, or if you're in the Richmond area, 804-741-6305. Tell them the Ball Hawk Show sent you, or the Ball Hawk sent you, and they'll definitely take care of you, Billy and Charlene White. They are also sponsors of the walkthrough as well this year, so when you check out the walkthrough, Aber Insurance is proud sponsor of the walkthrough. Also, if you're looking for a home, you're looking to invest, you're looking for a vacation place, holler at my man Connor Murray. Connor Murray, realtor. If you want to follow him on Instagram, follow at Connor Murray Real Estate. If you want to hit him up on Facebook, hit him up at Connor Murray Realtor. He'll take care of you, get you a nice spot, and tell him the ball hawk sent you. And also, Representing the Ball Hawk Show as one of the sponsors is Crow Cookies. Go to crowcookies.com for all your eat crow sweet tooth needs. You know the old saying, eat crow, when you prove somebody wrong? Well, Crow Cookies will definitely take care of you. Their, slogans is, their slogan is, eating never, I mean, losing never tasted so good. Go to crowcookies.com. And get your crow cookies. So let's jump right into it, man. This is the first preview of the 2019 season for the Virginia Cavaliers as they travel to Pitt to play the Panthers August 31st, 2019 at 7.30 p.m. That's this Saturday on the ACC Network. If you don't have the ACC Network, you can tune in to um, great day i just lost my train of thought hold on let me let me get everything i got so many packets for you go to the virginia sports radio network on sirius 381 xm 193 or internet 969 here locally it's 
what is it locally like 92 don't 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 quote me but anyway you got dave kane on the play-by-play tony coverlin as his analyst and myself amon hawkins on the sideline so if you don't have the acc network and you got xfinity comcast like i do and you don't got youtube or hulu or direct tv or playstation view radio is free satellite radio Sirius 381, XM193, Internet 969. Um, check us out. Like I said, radio is for free. So let's go ahead and check out this preview, man. We got to preview the opponent first, the Pitt Panthers. Um, if you haven't, go listen to my depth chart breakdown of the Wahoos that I released earlier this, earlier this week if you want to hear more of my thoughts on who's starting because this podcast will be more geared towards our upcoming opponent pit just giving you a little bit of background on them you know their key players and keys to the game not going to be that long so the pick panthers if you don't know are the defending acc coastal division champions they finished six and two in the conference last season ended up losing to clemson in the acc championship the panthers are five and one against virginia in acc play the only lone loss took place in 2014 in Charlottesville, Virginia, Pat Narduzzi, their current head coach, is undefeated at 4-0 versus the Cavaliers. So he feel like he has the upper hand. Bronco Minahal is on three versus Pitt. And um, they, they've out-physicaled us every time we played them. So, you know, it's the big payback. Um, we're, we're planning the defending Coastal Champs. We are the preseason coastal favorites to win it all. So there's no better way to earn your stripes than to beat the team that claim the crown in this division. So um, some other things to look at. When you look at Pitt, they're known for their rushing game. Last year, uh, Hall ran for over 200 yards versus us. And then the year before, he ran for over 100 yards at Heinz Field. This year, they have a new um, offensive coordinator. So it has you thinking, you know, what will they show? Due to their new offensive coordinator is a guy that has been successful everywhere he's been at as far as creating explosive offenses and making it very hard for defenses to get a beat on him. That's Coach Whipple. Um, He actually coached Ben Roethlisberger uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers his rookie year. You know, Mark Whipple is, you know, looked at as a quarterback guru, like an Andy Reid at the Kansas City Chiefs, and I say Andy Reid because he worked under Andy Reid before in the National Football League. But, you know, everywhere he's been, his teams have been explosive. And the list goes on. Like, he was at UMass last year. Uh, the Minutemen finished among the country's top 20 passing teams in three of the past five years. Just last year, they averaged 298 yards passing the game, which ranked them 14th nationally. They also had All-American wide receiver Andy Isabella, who led the nation in receiving with 1,698 yards, and he recently got drafted to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, If you look at other stops he's had, he was at Brown. They averaged over 334 yards passing per game at New Haven. Uh, Sports Illustrated lauded them as the best offense in college football, and this was back in 1993, and they averaged 52.5 points and 557.6 yards per game. I mean, that's crazy. And they averaged 
50 points a game. That's crazy. 50 points a game. Like every every stop he's been at, he's been successful as far as his offense. I will say the plus that we have is that we catch him early. So it just depends on how much his starting quarterback and those receivers can interpret the terminology that he's bringing in, uh, what he likes. And the quarterback is Kenny Pickett, who was more of a game manager last year. He had 12 total touchdowns and six interceptions. He wasn't asked to throw the ball a lot because his two running backs from last year each had 1,000 yards rushing last year, and they were known for pounding you out. I mean, Nathan Peterman went to pit, you know. So, uh, you know, hopefully we get a Nathan Peterman first ever start throwing five interceptions versus the Chargers. But I'm not going to wish that on, on a young man. I just – Hope we generate a lot of turnovers. But, you know, that's that's my biggest thing that I want to discuss with just Mark Whipple because he he wants to implement his mindset and what he likes to do. But what is Coach Narduzzi? What is, what is what does he want to do? You know, will he will he insert himself if he feels like they're getting past that? Because I do feel like Pitt has the weapons. You know, Taysir uh Mack. Average 22 yards a catch last year, 6'2", 205. Um, Maurice French, he has six of Pickett's 12 touchdowns. He's a guy that's very dynamic in a return game, and he's diminutive just like Isabella was from UMass. So I can see French being the guy that Coach Whipple will try to feature, and then you have the big, big play stretch guy on the outside and Matt. So the thing about – Pitt is the offensive line, and can they keep the quarterback upright? Because when you look at them offensively, um, I think their center is the only guy that with a lot of experience. And I'm just flipping through some notes. I apologize. But um, he was a preseason all-ACC first team, as Jimmy uh, Morris say. Uh, Phil Steele, all ACC, Street Smith, all ACC, everything, all ACC, Outland Trophy, Watch, Remington. So their center is the guy who's the quarterback of the offensive line that's the veteran. So it's the other four guys. Like, can they help sustain and, and keep their quarterback upright? Um, so, yeah, man, I'm looking at French, some more background on him. Uh, all-purpose, he was looking at the all-purpose, all-American second team, field still, all-ACC first team kick returner, second team kick returner. And that's and, and, and that's uh, that's a common theme with him. So hopefully, you know, when we do kick the ball off multiple times because we're scoring a lot of points, we kick it out the end zone. And if we do have to punt, we cough and kick him and, and pin him deep because the theme – Playing against Pitt has been big plays. Last year, they had a 75-yard rush and a 47-yard rush the year before. Um, did they have a – either they had a long – another long rush or a punt return. I remember the kid Henderson had a punt return, and uh, they had an interception return before halftime. This was here where they was in Charlottesville. Uh, but it seems like every game we play against Pitt is usually a big play that really breaks the game open for them that neutralizes what we were doing and – you know, kills us. So offensively, we just don't know what we're going to see. You know, I looked at a lot of UMass film from last year, and I just don't – you know, from the the interview that I heard from Coach Whipple, he's saying that he's 
you know, cutting the playbook in half. He's only running plays that he feels like they can run at a high level. He's not trying to overload his quarterback. So you're asking a quarterback to go from handing the ball off to trying to throw a lot. You know, like it's like asking Dak Prescott to now throw because Zeke not back there. For you Cowboy fans, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not wishing any ill. I'm not saying Zeke can't and uh, Dak can't do it. But you get what I'm saying. You're so used to handing the ball off, then play action, being a game manager, under control, playing the safe to now. You got a quarterback whisperer coming in, possibly have you in the shotgun, three and four wide, and, and reading various coverages. Your footwork is different. You're not dropping back, but you're setting quick. So it just depends on how he can pick up on the nuances and the teachings of Coach Whipple in this short amount of time from the spring and the fall to the first game. So you you would look at that and also the offensive line as an advantage for the Virginia Cavaliers because of the depth we had at defense, how uh, Briggs has came in and became a starter at nose for us and Snowden rushing the passer and Noah being the kid that's getting the opportunity to rush the passer. And, you know, just the various – fronts we can show and hopefully the the turf is dry it's not raining and our speed could play to you know our advantage so it's so much unknown that's going into this game unknown of what type of formation they're going to come out in and then unknown if they can protect that young man for the defensive seven the defensive front that we got the front seven including the linebackers and then when you go to receiver um pretty much everybody's going to assume that nick is going to be the mark, right? Everybody's assuming that we're going to stay away from, from Bryce Hall. Nick, you're the new starting defensive back opposite side of him. You're going to get this work. So Nick Grant's going to be a guy that's, you know, just going to have to produce quick. French is going to be in the slot. Who's going to go to the slot? Who's going to come down? Brent Nelson, uh, are we going to try to put him on the island versus possibly their best overall receiver? So that's a lot of things. Will we move Bryce Hall around? You know, will he be a true shutdown? Will he jump in the slot? Because basically it's like having a Lama Day on their team. Lama Day's the kids was our best receiver. He was always in the slot, meaning he never went up against a true number one. And if he did go up against a true number one in the slot, did it break up the integrity of your defense on the back end? And now you have guys that's fish out of water who may not be com- as comfortable playing on that island. And now you're forcing safeties to help over in the hashes, but now you're asking your number one corner to really play Allen coverage from the slot, and that's hard because it's an automatic two-way go. Like you could try to funnel in a receiver to the linebackers, but linebackers are barbarians. They're always looking at the ball and going forward. They're only checking for receivers until they 100% sure know that it's a pass. Sometimes it's too late because if you're in the slot and you checking the receiver and he get across your face – he run that mess route, he's running away from you fast, in a hurry. And the ball is going to get to him in a hurry. And sometimes the people on the other side don't see that you're trailing and they catch it and they go out the back end. So it's going to be interesting to see, man. It's definitely going to be a chess match, so I'm looking forward to that. Now, when you flip it, Pitt on the defensive side of the ball, they lost their junior defensive end, Rashad Weaver. He tore his ACL similar to uh, what Darius Bratton did for us in the defensive backfield. Um, so he's missing. So it's a lot of, quote, question marks on the defensive line as far as who's going to step up and be that neutralizer for them because he was one of the better pass rushers in the ACC, and they were definitely excited for Weaver. But when you look at 
the size of the guys that's, you know, replacing him. You look at Kashawn Camp, he's 6'4", 285. You look at Patrick Jones the second, he's 6'5", 260. So these guys are rangy, long arms, long weight. It all depends on their discipline, their their uh, rush lanes, where they get too far out and run the hoop and, and, uh, and open up the sea and allow Bryce to get up underneath them and really punish him with his legs. It's all about the discipline. Oh, I just read off a defensive tackle. Kashawn Kemp is a defensive tackle. Alexander is a defensive end. He's 6'4", 265. I mean, they got a defensive tackle that's 6'4", 285? Good Lord. Man, they got some big little avatars over there. 6'5", 6'2", 6'4", 6'4". Woo! Man. Jalen Tyman, the other defensive tackle, 6'2", 290, you know, like the squatty type of – he's probably he's probably the one technique, meaning he's going to play in the A-gap between a guard and the center. And Kyshawn Camp being any 6'4", 285, probably be the three technique, meaning that he's going to be outside shade of the guard to the strong side. So that's a lot of hands and arms and length. So our offensive line is going to definitely have to do a great job of absorbing and closing space and really driving these big guys up. It's all about leverage. I mean, you know, one of our tackles is 6'10". So, but, yeah, when we're trying to run the football, we got to really get our pad level low and get underneath these taller defensive linemen, especially that defensive tackle that's 6'4". Rarely do you see a defensive tackle that's that tall, and I could be wrong, but – Defensive backfield for Pitt is actually pretty good. Damar Hamlin, preseason All-ACC, and Dane Jackson, who's the captain, he's a preseason All-ACC. They're real high on Paris Ford, who's a sophomore, who was more of a special teams guy last year. He also also tweeted at Bryce Perkins early this summer talking about he was in trouble. So, you know, that's a guy that uh, I I know. (laughs) I know my dog RVA really looking for him. But, uh, yeah, sometimes you got to be careful what you want. But I think they got a solid secondary. The one thing about their safety is that they, get, they got mesmerized by Bryce last year. And the fact that it was raining kind of hurt his ability to really take shots because the ball was wet. If you remember, uh, Jana had his first reception last year. Um, and what happened was is Bryce had a play fake and he checked to the field real quick. And when he checked to the field, the boundary safety was in deep, deep halves, but he stopped his feet and he tried to, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he followed Bryce's eyes and that allowed Jana to get right in the dead zone and it was a strike touchdown. And um, anytime Bryce was allowed to set, look one way and then come backside real quick, somebody was open. So they shown a tendency to fall in love with Medusa, meaning they would stare in the eyes of the quarterback and then their feet would go dead. So, it's going to be interesting to see what type of uh, route combos and high-low concepts we have on the outside because I feel like if you run a mesh route with a dig over top of it, you make those linebackers and safety make a decision. And, I, you know, Bryce has to do a great job of not locking on to number one because they do a very good job of breaking on the ball when you lock on to the number one receiver. But if he does, if he just hints real quick when he gets the ball and then come backside and fires – that's when he's going to be successful. And I feel like we can attack them between the hashes, but I do feel like their corners are savvy enough to keep everything in front of them as far as trying to take shots down the field one-on-one. So 
Um, and their linebackers are solid too. The linebackers can run around. They're smaller guys. They they look more like strong safeties than actual linebackers, even though you know, one of them is 235, but the other guys are like 220, 230. Like I said, they're more of strong safety types, how they move around. Um, so, And last year, Pitt wasn't really stopping a lot of folks. It was just time of possession. They didn't have to stay on the field that long. The running game put pressure on opposing offenses, and then the defense got to pin their ears back and allow their defensive ends to, you know, set the tone. And like I said, the secondary is solid. So keys to the game, I would say, first of all, win in the trenches because you begin your tails whipped every year in the trenches. It starts up front. Any successful team on any level, you win up front. We can talk about the New England Patriots, talk about, any Super Bowl team that you see that's successful, they went up front and it sustained that dog in them, especially late in games when they putting games away. So you have to win up front. Number two key is ball security. Last year, we had some turnovers. We can't do that versus a team like Pitt because if we don't know what they're going to give us offensively, the one thing the Miami and Florida game showed us is that the first game, ball security plays a huge role. And you're playing on the road, so any extra possession you can generate, the better. What you can't do is allow the home team to gain extra possessions because it allows the crowd to amp up that much more. The last thing you want to do on the road is have to play against the crowd as well. You want to serve them, shut the hell up, Juice. Third thing, and more importantly, is generate big plays, eliminate big plays. Offensively, we generate the big plays, the explosive plays, the plays over 25 yards. Conversely, on defense and special teams, we shut it down. If they're going to score, you got to make them methodically move the ball down the field. If an offense that Mark Whipple had is averaging 50 points and 498 yards a game, you have to make them earn it, meaning – has to be methodical because if it's methodical you make them work for everything they have to be perfect and that's when muscle endurance comes in if you feel like you're in better shape than your opponent make them earn everything because it will start to show late in games if you're really about that life and Pitt has been about that life but what happens if we eliminate the big plays those past four three games that Broncos lost to Pitt Yes, it's a different game, but it's football. And big plays is, is what you have to generate to break the bat of your opponent. So those are my three keys. Win up front, eliminate turnovers, and generate and eliminate big plays. I can see the who's definitely winning this game. It's definitely going to have to be earned because you've never beaten this opponent. And it's definitely going to be mental not only for the players but for the coaches. And for them it's mental. Because they they've been down before in, ha in a half versus us, and they feel like that all they have to do is generate a big play, and Virginia would tuck their tails. That's why I feel like if you make Pitt earn everything, they could possibly tuck their tails because you you just never know. You jump out to a 14-0 a lead or a 17-0 lead, what do they do offensively? Does that cause – like that, that does that fry the mind? of what they want to do offensively because like I said this young man hasn't been asked to throw the ball a lot he just didn't he didn't throw the ball that much at all last year I think he had like 1900 yards passing I want to say um 
It would help if I had a stats in front of me, but you know me, man. I'll let y'all go to the real experts for all that. I'm, I'm just a ball hawk. I'm just bringing you that fan perspective in an analytical way. But that's all I got for y'all. We over 20 minutes. I didn't want it to be that long. Hopefully you guys make it to pit. Chitter who's on. If not, if you don't have ACC Network, check us out, Virginia Sports Network, on Sirius and on um, XM. Like I said, Sirius Satellite, 381, XM 193, and the Internet 969. Check us out. I'll be doing the sideline. Dave Kane doing the play-by-play. Cub is the, the color, the analyst. So check us out, man. It's the Ballhawk. You know how we do. Oh! And if you want to become a sponsor of the Ballhawk Show, hit me up. You can The easiest way to, to hit me up, man, is just go to my website, AhmadHawkins.com, and go to the Contact Us section. Shoot me a note. It goes right to my email. And... I, I respond to you, man. But salute to everybody that's been that's already subscribed, that's already been a proud supporter. If you want some shut the hell up juice gear, go to s t h u juice dot com. That's s t h u juice dot com. The first one of the season. If I rambled and stuttered and was unprepared, cause it's the first week. <laughs> it's the ball hope, man. I'm out. I want the whole world spin my record. Shabo, the hoodie styles, check game, stay free records. Show the girl fed the death in a massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitted hip, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I'm massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I coming through about a whole kind of large. I be massaging. I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, I post some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Straight out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, I massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten. I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars. I be massaging. I got twenty-two cent and be massaging. I take a penny and be massaging. I tell shorty girl fat. I be massaging. Your big two. I be massaging. I be massaging. I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole shit road chain be massaging. I got a Uzi. I be massaging. I got a twelve gauge pump. I massage. I got a hundred thousand. I massage. Ain't broke, I be massaging. I stay paid, I be massaging. I stay late, I be massaging. I hit the poop all night cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole cheese, we massage. Bad new party constantly massage. Ain't no joke, I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts, Santo Adidas, I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record, let me give you the game On how to get rich Take a penny And flip a penny Then 40 billion Uh-huh, why? I be massaging What? Car stern wheel I be massaging The whole, the whole label Of the state free records In the VA oh! We be massaging Let's have a money shot.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.